Hi, welcome to the 5x59 podcast, a podcast about Fresno. It's like NPR, but nasty. NPR with big naturals. Let's do this. I'm here with Ram Reyes, a designer, a journalist, a man about town, someone very passionate about Fresno. And you just heard Tommy Tribble, a great, talented writer, the gayest person I know. Nah, because and... you know Eric. You know Eric, too. So that's <laughs> that's big that's news. But also a proud president. You know, we love Fresno. And this is the 5x59 podcast. Welcome to the... I don't know who is hearing this because it's technically... No one. Zero. No one is hearing. Man, no well, one the is old hearing. heads. Maybe the ex- table takes old heads except, are hearing Maybe all, all, This is only going to be for the podcast or the, the people who are already subscribed to our newsletter. So if you're hearing this, you're already subscribed to the newsletter. Like, the this is going to be... A, this is going to be like, we're beta testing this with, basically, it's going to be an audio companion to the newsletter mm-hmm. where we kind of have a little bit more space to talk about the a stories that is in the newsletter. Yes, a little more room, a little more of everything we need. A little more spice. Uh, a little but more yeah, spice. so everything else, everything we talk about in this podcast will be on the newsletter, but there might be some that aren't. So, you know, we'll give you a reason to even listen to this. Right, and we're just gonna, um, yeah. and, and you know, it's gonna be a little spicier, you know, it's gonna be a little spicier. Us reading these stories, we're gonna be talking about how we actually um, feel about them, you know, how we feel about the day, yeah. the life. Not that, not that the newsletter isn't just entirely op ed, right. <laughs> mostly, right? But this is gonna be even more op ed, dude. This is more like, yeah, this is the like editorial said, like section. Said, yeah, this is the editorial section. It's like NPR, dude. The nasty KVPR. Yeah. But we would have fired was... Barry Weiss way before, like day one. Yeah. <laughs> she wouldn't have been be gone. She would have been gone, been gone. But so yeah. should we start? So, should we begin? Yeah, we should just go on the very top of what happened last week in Fresno. Right. This is the most recent one. Uh-huh. And this was the protest that was held in Northeast Fresno against Gavin Newsom of uh, people calling for his recall. Because they are very mad that he is, uh, they're calling him a dictator. Because uh, they yes. want, <laughs> they're angry what at is all the, the decisions he's made for the coronavirus. What are they call, They're calling him Gruesome Newsome. Is that right? Gruesome. They ha- they have a lot of Yo, uh, nicknames as the. Immediate- you know what? What? Immediately, I want to zero in on a quote that really jumped out at me, um, but uh, and this is. And this is, and this kind of speaks to like the story and why it's like sort of fraught. Um, this is a, so, so <laughs> actually let's just start from the top. Uh, this says that like, this is a, it says a small but boisterous group of Republican activists wave flags. And yeah. Signs. About 70 people. So a small but boisterous group. That's shade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's shade. Boisterous. Oh yeah. This is written by the Fresno B by Tim Sheehan. Great uh, guy. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, most of these people from for, from the California Republican Assembly, mm-hmm. and they are they were actually gathering uh, signatures for his recall, which they have statewide, not just from Fresno County. They had like yes. thirty six thousand thirty six thousand three hundred ninety four signatures. You would need one point five million signatures for act to actually by November seventeenth to even get this recall on the election. But who knows so, with the power with the power knows? of social media, who knows? Uh, but I, one thing I thought was interesting is it says that one woman was identified as their communications director and she declined to provide her name. Yeah. But then another Coward. member, another member is quoted extensively. This this member is Paul Beckley. He has no title. Um, 
He's just but, a guy. But he does have the best quote, uh, which I think is the most uh, revealing. Um, it says, it's almost like Newsom's got his knee on our necks. Oh, um, yeah. And we need to remove his knee from our necks and get back to freedom and an open way of living, which... Uh, Dude, You could call that it. tone deaf, or you could just call it uh, uh, death. Like, it's just horrid. Like, it's horrid. Like... Like... Really? Imagine yeah, saying you... that today, like in God's July of 2020, saying that statement. Like, He's clearly yes, referencing George, we... the death of George yeah, Floyd. Yeah, George Floyd. I was like, yeah, you're referencing George Floyd. The murder Floyd of and... George Floyd by a police Yeah, the murder of him, and you are equating you having to wear a mask We're and the restaurant being closed for safety by the state. With that murder. You know, like, and you're I, not I being think, murdered, bro. I think what's interesting about it is like the fact that. You know, if you if you talk about masks, people are always saying like, oh, I have a condition. I can't breathe when I wear it like it is sort of an extreme dramatization of like being asphyxiated. And so they're so what they're doing is they're making the logical leap of like dramatizing this asphyxiation to someone who was actually asphyxiated until they died. Oh, God. After eight <laughs> minutes. Like it is. You know, what? honestly, jokes aside, it is Galaxy actually brain. Yeah, galaxy brain <laughs> yeah yeah galaxy brain like i see how they got there but like jokes aside it is like despicable like yeah i mean i can see the logical bro paul beckley retire bitch wow. be ashamed be ashamed like that's disgusting honestly. i don't even know what the what is the california republic assembly what is that like is that just a um l listen it's a small it's a small but boisterous group i think they they're boisterous all right <laughs> but they're small <laughs> They're small. Oh, but I, I will say one of my one of my coworkers actually at my day job actually drove past this assembly of small but boisterous people. Oh, dude. And she said that a lot of people were honking because they saw the signs that said honk if they should recall Newsom or whatever. And a lot of people were. So it's not yeah, that they, they're Northeast Fresno. It's not that they That's don't have I'm... support. Absolutely. They're in the they're in their home turf. Uh-huh. But uh I like how y'all said we've never really been pro mask or anti mask. We want the freedom to choose. I'm like that's the argument of the right all the time is like the freedom to choose. I'm like, dude, most of you are going to choose the dumbest shit. Yeah, it's the freedom to choose. No, it's the freedom to choose. Yeah, it's like, you know, like you shouldn't, dude. Mm -hmm. I don't have the freedom to not go through a red or to go through a red light. Like that's against public safety. Like you, that doesn't, I don't know, dude. Like it's not, we're not impeding on your freedoms. Mm -hmm. It's a matter of safety, and it's just they don't care. And by the way, no one is wearing masks in this protest. Nobody, like nobody. There's a video. But we should on say the, nobody's wearing masks in this city. Like nobody, nobody. Uh -huh. Yeah, no. Especially in Clovis, I'm just like, okay, yeah. I guess we're not. Also, this is where I, this is where I confess that yes, I do indeed live in Clovis, even <sighs> though I run a Fresno. You should be ashamed. Weather. You should be ashamed. You're a um, gentrifier. I, uh, you're a colonizer. You should be ashamed. I have a, a confession to make on this podcast, exclusive to the podcast. I live in clothes, and I'm sorry. It's okay. They're already. <laughs> I apologize. The guillotine will be provided for you. Uh, you're fine. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so we'll see in two weeks when half of these people will be sick. Maybe I like how this says Trump 2020 make the liberals cry again. I'm like. Bro, bro, I, I think I think we're dead. all crying because all of our relatives are dying. 
Yeah, dude. I... Yeah, I'm crying because this country is literally dying. Literally. Like, uh, like it's not even hyperbole. Like, you know, and I, I don't really want to talk about the Portland stuff because that's, like, insane and, like, I don't even know a, anything yeah, about a, it. But, like, I, I, I think this is worse than everybody's worst imaginations in 2016. So... Yeah, no, this is, I, w- I couldn't have predicted this 2016. No, me neither. It, but who could predict a, a global pandemic except for the Obama administration when they said ex- they should have prepared ex- for it? Except for Bill Gates, dude. I watched yeah. that talk in 2015 and I was like, damn, he's right. We should have listened to him. Totally also, right. I wanted to talk about how they have these signs. Like, he's like, they, they, I put this picture in the newsletter. It's like, they have Newsom's face on like Hitler. And it's funny because there's literal, police unmarked police in portland fucking grabbing people oh my i'm like God. that's actual fascism bro actual fascism. <laughs> you, guys, you guys not see this dude oh and God. every conservative like there's a there's a conservative in fresno his name is manuel or whatever he's, uh-huh. he's you, you people see him on twitter people who know him you know who i'm talking about his his ad is like anonymous lincoln and he fucking just like and he's all about like republican shit and he's just like yeah you know i love freedom i love freedom choice but like he's all he's like he quote tweets like ian miles chung and like the worst well, uh, the, the worst, worst person, person working like, the worst journalist is he a journal worst blogger he's a the worst but, person but, working today worst person working but today. he's like oh yeah this this fucking video of the these unmarked police fucking being the shit out protesters is fucking awesome dude that's freedom dude that's hella awesome that's Yo. great for freedom, dude. This is not fascism at all. <laughs> I, like, w- I literally wouldn't what? trust Ian Miles Chong to park my car. Like I wouldn't like he would lose he would lose it. He would bring me back a different car and tell me that he lot like Antifa stole my car. Yeah. Like I would But it's just like him. are you serious? Like you think Antifa is worse than literal the literal police state that you're afraid of mm-hmm. is happening. Of claiming that you are against and you're just like saying like yeah that's fucking awesome dude let's fucking beat the shit out of these unarmed pro protesters because fuck yeah. you you're censoring me I you're think, making fun of me on twitter I'm like, i what? think i think there's like nuance because like conservatives their whole their whole thing is that they are like petrified of the fact that the state is like telling them to wear these masks and like do these things but then on the other hand there's this sort of cognitive dissonance when it comes to people actually protesting like civil rights and it's like and the state actually using like violence against those people. And it's a weird thing where you would think if people were philosophically consistent that conservatives would be like up in arms about what's happening all over this country, but they're just not. Uh, but they are up in oh. arms about these masks. So that's something. Yeah, there is actually, uh, I didn't put this in a podcast. It was too long to explain, but there is the video. In the video, you can see a, a guy that was, if you remember, a couple of months back in May with the Miguel Arias situation where those... Mm. Uh, they went those to his stuff? house. Um, yeah, those people who went to his house. What was that, what was that organization called? Some Frontline America. Yes. One of the gentlemen there that was claiming that he got pushed. He is in here. And he was the one who said mm-hmm. that the curve has been flattened. And oh I'm like, God. in what world? you live so, in so that's just not true curve. <laughs> that's just untrue and you know what let's pivot to that real quick yeah let's pivot, let's pivit to, to the coronavirus let's pivot to the coronavirus status of what's happening in Fresno right now which you that's can which July we 18. always include in the newsletter that's which always include because i feel like that's just like a staple of it now mm-hmm. until this is over 
which like this, who knows when that will be. Um, well, it'll be. But right now, as of today, well, as of July 18th, that's a lie. As of July 18th, we've had 9,945 cases. I'm pretty sure we're going to break 10,000 next week. That's like 1,283 from last week. That's less. That's not the most increase we've tracked since I started the newsletter. Mm. But I think it was 2,000 that was the most. Uh, and we've hit the 100th person that has died mm-hmm. in Fresno County. Uh, a total of 2,332 2, have recovered. And I was thinking about this, and I'm like, okay, 2,332 2, have recovered. That's only like, that's not all the 9,000. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so is everyone else yeah. still sick? And we should say, uh, we should say that the 9,000 number is like the total lifetime. Yeah, total lifetime. But so that includes people that have recovered, people that are currently hospitalized, people that have been identified um, as having it but are not hospitalized, and people that have died as well. I think is included in that number. Yeah, but I'm looking at the recovery number. I'm like, well, that's not matching up yet. (laughs) So, so this is and and you know, it's like when people get coronavirus, it's not like you go to the hospital. They're like, yeah, just stay home. Right. And some people don't stay home, and then Mm -hmm. they go go around right and i think um and we're going to talk about this later but like um so fresno is on this like list of counties that have seen like continuous covid um infection um yeah and to get off of it we would have to see a precipitous decline of covid infections for 14 days consecutively consecutively. Um, and we have not been able to achieve that during the entire time of this crisis um yeah and I also I've tried to refrain from saying we are spiking corona cases because that's hard to because that would imp- that's hard to say when you're not an epidemiologist or a statistician or anything like that. It's hard to say. And also, uh, yeah, no, it's hard to say, but also it would imply it went down, right? <laughs> you know, that's true. Like too. it would have been implied that we've slowed. There was like three weeks where it mm-hmm. went down, but I've been tracking this for a while. And the line has been consistently going up. And <laughs> like, I no, yeah, it's and never I, went down. So it's not a spike. So during during going the, during the quote unquote quarantine, I wrote like a very like a very like short story for um the school paper at Fresno City College about like COVID testing at Fresno City College, which you can access through lhi.care. It's free. Um, but while I was doing that, like I, there was a delay in actually publishing it. And every day I had to update the COVID numbers in the story and they just kept climbing. And that was when Fresno was at its most shut down. Um, and it just kept climbing. So, uh, I will say that flattening the curve doesn't mean like coronavirus cases stop. It just means slowing them down to a point that hospitals can handle the influx of new patients every day. Um, and I don't think that we're doing that because it just seems like it's climbing steadily. But it is like hard to say without seeing like a more big picture because we are just looking at moments in time. We're living, yeah. we're living the history book chapter right now. So it is hard to say like whether this is like uh, insane or just bad. I hate it. Mm-hmm. I hate it. Uh, but yeah, Fresno County has actually stopped updating the coronavirus stats daily. They used to do it daily, but Which now they do it like on a Tuesdays bad and Saturdays. So, so my reading of so this. Much. I was talking to my roommate about this. My reading of this is that if they kept doing it daily, it would cause too much panic daily. So that's why they're doing it two days a week. Uh, that's true. And that I'm like, true. that's my reading of it, which is not good. Like, that's not cause to celebrate. Like, I am frightened. <laughs> yeah, it's like worried. you're just delaying the bad news that, yeah. you know, it'll, it'll give Cornhogger, ABC 30 journalists, some, uh, some breaks before he, because usually I just, 
I keep up with him and be like, oh shit, this is going up. Right. And once I do the once I do the newsletter, I add it up. I, mine's a bigger chunk of number, but uh, but yeah, if you need to get tested, lhi.care is still doing a test. It is a couple of weeks out. There's there's so much. They are taking in walk-ins, but it's on a first come mm. first serve basis. Make sure to register first and get a patient ID. Uh, also, yes. Rite Aid is offering no cost testing. And actually, a friend of ours, uh, Rain, uh, you know, oh, Rain, okay, actually got her test from Rite Aid. And I posted her experience. She emailed me back on how her experience was. And it's, it's actually a self test kit. Like, mm. you actually swab your own like nose, but it's not deep. Is that as deep as the ones that you get? So, and then like do the you do you drop center? the kit off at Rite Aid, and that's how you get your results later? Yeah. On? So okay. they they um uh, you have to get it. There's like four Rite Aids that offer it. I don't. Know, it, it has an address to the URL I linked, <clears throat> but it is a self uh self test, mm-hmm. and she said it was a. She said that the results would be back in two to fifteen. Two to seven days, sorry. Two to seven days. Two to 15 days. <laughs> and if the results came back positive, she would be receiving a call. Okay. So, yeah. So, she said it was an 8 out of 10 experience. I um, did, I did see yeah. that, yeah. It Which... is uh, It is free, uh, depending. Uh, they have to do, like, a qualification thing, but mm-hmm. uh, you could just pick it up and then do it yourself and then drop it off. I will but say yeah, that's one of we've both had the um, LHI test, um, and they they did have the like very long Q-tip, you know, that would it feels kind of invasive. But they recently switched to the like very short swab method. Um, I talked to a nurse there, and she said that like she was like really nervous about like the the swab one. I don't know why, maybe because she felt it was less accurate or something or that you get better results mm-hmm. with the very long one. But um, I w- anyways, I will say that like through LHI, you don't have that like really uncomfortable feeling anymore. Um, and you have your options now with Rite Aid. So there's really no reason not to go get tested, especially if it's a self kit. Like, yeah, especially if you think you got exposed. Yeah. And I've been tested like twice now. Mm-hmm. So Same. And I think I'm going to get tested a third time just to be safe. But yeah, um, yeah. Also, Fresno County is accepting volunteers that you really want to. Uh, <sighs> should we just move? Should we you move right a to that one? Disaster service worker. Should we? What? Should we move to that one? Should we talk about that now? God, the volunteers. No, I'm just going down the coronavirus section. Yeah, that was just like a little bit of a. I just put that in there just so, just in case somebody wants to. <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, you can be. Um, mm-hmm. There are some qualifications, I think. I don't think anyone could just become one. Right. Well, no, I yeah. Think, especially sure, if you have, obviously. like, medical experience, you can, but... Yeah, you know, yeah podcasting is kind of worrying that they have to... Dude, you know what? Our, our, our role in this, our role in this uh, pandemic is like... Uh, was that movie with uh, Robin Williams? Good Morning Vietnam. <laughs> we're like oh doing a radio God, yeah, show that's, that's us like, yeah we're we are doing a radio this is show. a morale boost. <laughs> this is a morale booster we're just trying to Absolutely. pep you up week by week it's, it's, and by 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 pep you up i just tell you about the bad news like how fema is in the valley 
<laughs> they're here. They're gonna FEMA, help us. She flew the in. Military is FEMA is here. FEMA got flew out. One flewed out for the weekend. Yeah, one is at the at community regional medical center in Fresno, and the one is in Visalia, Hawaii Delta Medical. So they're here. They're gonna be here for Absolutely. thirty days. Hopefully, they don't need to be here for that entire time. But mm-hmm. but they're here. So I don't know what to make of that. <laughs> So FEMA, I feel like, I feel like it's not good. I feel like, because FEMA, the, these are the, these are the, it's like a literally federal emergency. Like, I feel like these are the girls you call when it's like Hurricane Katrina, when it's a devastating earthquake. Like, the fact that they're here, the fact that they're being deployed everywhere, like, it just seems like COVID is, and, you know, this is obvious if you even look at, like, the news, COVID is like an emergency that's like just spiraling out of control every day. It's like, it. It really just uh, brings home that we really haven't flattened the curve. Um, nope. No. Nope. Not at all. Contrary to what a sign would say at the Newsom protest, <laughs> we have not flattened the curve. No. Yeah. We have. It's it's far from flat. It's like it never was flat here. What's the opposite of like, flat? This curve is erect. Our curve. Yeah, is it's erect. very erect. <laughs> <laughs> this is where the nastiness comes. Yeah, this is the nasty. Curve nasty. It's so erect. Dude, yeah. just the sh- <laughs> COVID has it's getting a, harder and harder. COVID is virile and ready to breed <laughs> day by uh, day. It's COVID it's, is doing it's, gonna, a, it's fucking me hard. <laughs> COVID stopped fapping and now it's ready to destroy yeah, all it's, of us. It's rock hard. It's rock hard. It's just getting longer and longer. Um. Uh, so there was a fire. <laughs> there's a fire. Yeah. On top of that, on top of coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> Our county is on fire. Mm-hmm. You want to read what happened? Right. Um, it skyrocketed, uh, you know, kind of as a result of the triple digit temperatures. Um, oh, I thought you were going to talk about the mineral, mineral fire. Oh, yes, I am. Well, they were kind of both. There's, it's, yeah. I feel like it's related. I feel like it's tangential. Um, but it broke out yeah. on Monday uh, in western Fresno County, outside Kalinga, and it's burned through about 23 thousand five hundred acres and just and it has destroyed four structures so far and cal fire at least as um at least as of yesterday the 18th when we posted uh, or when we wrote this letter um they'd only contained about 35 percent of the fire um yeah that's why the air quality has been shit right so Uh so fires i when you're when you live in california fires are just sort of a part of your year like there's like a season um yeah um but it is it is important to note that like with global warming with the world changing as it is that fires have become more severe every year and it's not good that they happen and they do destroy people's lives um and uh, it's just a it's just a problem to be cognizant of um going forward and and in life because unless we figure out a way to not be devastated by fires more and more every year it's just going to be harder and harder to live not just in Fresno, but anywhere in California and anywhere on these sort of dry coastal areas. So, yeah, yeah. I always thought like, is it just me or like sometimes like my I feel like my lungs are just bad and I'm like maybe it's just my lungs. But then I'm like, maybe it's the air quality. Well, I feel like <laughs> everybody in the valley is asthmatic. Like find somebody who isn't like find them. That's even worse because of coronavirus because like a respiratory illness are yes. worse. Uh-huh. So I feel like we're just. Bucks. Honestly, I uh, I hate that every media thing gets like absorbed by COVID, but like I I do want to talk about the fact that like every time 
I think about catching COVID, like I know I'm going to die because I feel like my fucking cucked lungs are just going to be <laughs> annihilated because I live here because they're already so weak. Like I just, I yeah, just, I feel just, it. Like I feel like I'll die. It's just like, well, this is easy. Yeah. It's it, the virus sees me and it's like, Oh, another notch. Like it's just, it's yeah, just ready boom, to take me, dead. bro. And I, I uh, no, but like, honestly, seriously, like I do have like a lot of anxiety about it and no, i can only imagine yeah, no i just how i feel like it's go. getting remember when we thought this would be over by now i never thought that <laughs> <laughs> i always imagined uh, this would be apocalyptic and i have not been wrong uh, i i thought my dumbass. well no half of me half of my dumbass was like the gemini has two selves be, the gemini hopefully has two this will be done by july at least july and then a part of me, I, a part of me did, a part of me did fully know, no, nah, that doesn't make sense. But I fully knew that this was going to be late to come in Fresno, uh -huh. like the, the coronavirus, because everything comes to Fresno late, uh -huh. like a lot, even culture, um, music, technology, fashion, music, diseases, <laughs> it will come to us later. <laughs> pandemics come they come in later. Later. pandemics they come later every trend comes to fresno too late mm -hmm. and uh, it's actually the case of coronavirus it's actually still the 2010s in fresno like the late yeah. have not hit here just so you guys yeah know. we have not hit yeah. at least 20 we're not even in 2015 yeah absolutely it's still in like 2012 but uh but yeah more fires really not just in fresno county but there's like fires in fresno generally like, our generally. fire calls have skyrocketed the recent week especially on fourth of july like mm -hmm. there was just a lot of fire calls and you know it's actually increased 55 60 percent and interestingly in we only have yeah. like 80 firefighters serving yeah we have really. 80 firefighters on a 24-hour basis serving a population of 500,000. and mm -hmm. i attended a fresno city council meeting a couple of weeks back and they were actually trying to get this grant for firefighters but then the city forgot, just forgot to file it. Just so forgot. Like, oh, I, I did, we didn't know you guys wanted to get that. So uh, wait, like hired, like that's real. They forgot to file. They're just like, oh, it just you know, COVID happened. It slipped and, through the cracks. Uh, okay. You know, you know, just really, there's a lot going on. You know, pandemic, and I was just like, maybe that's staying at home. Maybe that's understandable, <laughs> given that you know, I don't know. We, you and I have both been home a lot lately. Things slip through the cracks just a little bit. I guess, but yeah, that was a whole issue. That was a whole issue. Mm -hmm. Uh, but but that's this is it's funny because like we have the, the firefighter like that number has not changed since the eighties. Like we've had eighty firefighters since the eighties. Like meanwhile, the police fund has increased mm -hmm. since then. Like mm -hmm. how come firefighters don't get increased? But like. Fire, uh, the police department does and so i'm know, just saying nowadays we are talking a lot about defunding the police and this is one yeah. of the many areas that we could reallocate money yeah and, and it's, budgets. it's the money the money's not even an issue it's like yeah the money we could allocate money but then it's gonna take time to even hire and uh, train and hire new firefighters mm -hmm. and but, we can only do that so, only so fast but a lot of like fighting global warming and these like very existential issues is long-term investment in the future yeah um, yeah, but yeah, we, yeah, that's why we gotta start investing now mm -hmm. instead of later, right? Uh, so and it's so yeah. and it's so good that we're talking about um better ways to be spending in cities at the local level. Like that's one thing I love about the 
um, Black Lives Matter conversation and about the defund police conversation is that it's very like local in many ways because it's city by yeah. city discussing how what they can do and how they want like It is a national movement, but like action has and, to be taken. And part of it within. is that the national answers to these problems are so flaccid and ineffectual. Like, you know, it's, yeah. it's like, you know, when I was when I was a teenager, it was body cams. You know, it was oh, the yeah. big thing was I body that would cams. Solve everything. Guess we thought not. it would solve everything, and then we got everybody has body cams, and they turn them off, or we see the footage, and it still happens. So yeah, they don't care. Yeah, they don't care. So you know, and now we've pivoted. Like police, like abolition has become mainstream, and that's uh, very exciting. Um, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And we want to be straight up on this first zero episode. We'll probably reiterate this later on, but this is a. Uh, it's a leftist podcast. <laughs> it's a nasty leftist podcast. It's a nasty lefty podcast for yeah, nasty, nasty socialists, socialists. That, ate, that that Nunez warned you about. We're here <laughs> to spread socialism. I bitch. I love the podcast that Nunez warned you about. Oh I my god, that. dude! That guys, you guys gotta watch. Honestly, we might do an episode later on of us like just reacting to the Nunez podcast i just want to say for the um, record that i hate reaction content but i will participate. i know i know but i you know we have to watch it so they don't have to you know Th that's true but, we're saving you the trouble but we're saving you the trouble the and the views so we don't give him more views but yeah. dude the 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 segues i will say this about devin nunez he's a bad person <laughs> bad oh first of all do not this is an opinion this is my opinion uh -huh. Please do not sue me this is not libel. This is not. This one won't hurt you. Yeah. Please don't sue no, me. No, this isn't money. about this cows. Is this isn't about cows or anything. It's not. Serious. This is a. This is a bit. Mm. Okay. That's gonna be my. It's gonna be my defense when we get sued. It's like it was a bit, Your Honor. It was a bit, Your Honor. It was a bit. Uh, but yeah. Uh, say what you will about him. He's a good podcaster. <laughs> not gonna lie. Like he was like, yeah, you know, if you're sick, stay home. Just stay safe. Uh, you know, we know the coronavirus spreads very quickly, but you know what else spreads very quickly? Socialism. I'm like, oh my god, that's fucking. <laughs> that is not masterful good podcasting. Segue, no, it's not. <laughs> Segway. Stop giving dude. my man's free. Segways. Stop giving somebody's man's free promo. Like, stop it, bro. I'm just saying, he's. You know, we gotta learn something from. <laughs> you know, yeah. much like death and disease, socialism has really taken root in the United States. <laughs> Honestly, he th he thinks that socialism is like spreading in Fresno as much as he thinks. Like, I wish it spread as much as he thinks. Well, it's not. You know, I'm <laughs> really of, I'm of two minds because, like, on one hand, it's like it's not like socialism is necessarily popular, or that the uh, word socialism is like you know, it's not like there's a there's a work working party revolution in the streets or anything. But on the other hand, um, the Overton window has definitely like shifted pretty dramatically in the last few years um, as far as like people being like as far as people embracing these like ideas that I guess would be seen as radical a few years ago, like universal health care, uh, single payer health care, mm -hmm. defunding the police. Like these are ideas that are really taking root. So I guess Nunez isn't totally crazy raising the alarm about socialism, but it always sounds a little bit red scare yeah. when you do that yeah. in today's world and i mean yeah, and i mean the actual <laughs> historical event not the podcast and these nasty Dasha socialists want to yeah. give free health care yeah and uh stop the planet from dying 
Wow. And they with evil. with abortions and gay. Oh, abortion, dude. They want to abort all your babies. All of them. Uh, anyways, speaking of abortions, they need to abort the big Fresno Fair. The big Fresno Fair. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> this is the part you clip when we both knew it simultaneously. They need to abort this fair. What? You know, they did abort the Table Mountain Casino concert mm-hmm. series at the Paul Paul Theater. Uh, it's been it's been fully canceled, much like everything else in this hellscape of the year. And just like Shane Dawson and Jeffrey Star, fully canceled. Uh, yeah, and you know, I was really, I was really sad because I was looking forward to who was who's the who's the lineup? Oh fuck, I didn't like. I don't know. <laughs> Do you think I know that? I don't, I promise you, I don't. Uh, oh my god. Well, well, let's see what the lineup was. Oh my god, Jason Derulo and uh, the no. biggest ball of yarn on the planet. That's who. It was uh. Yeah, you know who was going gonna go? Okay, okay. The the the, the headliner, headliner is B- Becky G. Who is that? Who the fuck is Becky? Who's G? Becky G? Okay, I don't I'm know. doing a quick Google. Um, Becky you know, G. I am upset. The only thing I'm upset. Oh, she's a it, she's a singer and songwriter and actress. The I G stands for Becky Valley, and the Four Seasons were coming, and I am a big fan. Really big fan. Uh, well, they're great. They're just like old. They're like old. They're boomer music, but you know, some boomer music are fun. Like you know, you got hits like Sherry, like Sherry. Wait, Sherry, baby, Sherry. we didn't tell. Yeah, we didn't tell them we were gonna give them vocals on the podcast. <laughs> tell them that. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna sing on the first zero episode. So yeah. Becky G, uh, her real name is Rebecca Mary Gomez. Uh, she's a singer, songwriter, and actress. Uh, she was Wait, what the fuck? The Isley Brothers are coming? She was, she, yeah, she he's reading this. the lineup. She was discovered by Dr. Luke, uh, and she's worked with Will I Am, Cody Simpson, and uh, uh, Cher Lloyd. Honestly, uh, so this lineup is fun. pretty weak. Well, the Isley Brothers? So I'm you're saying it's good they canceled. You're saying it's good. They're canceled. Canceling was kind of a you win. Know, I... <laughs> Yeah, I like how on the website it says it's postponed. I'm like, what do you mean? It po- you mean postponed, postponed till 2021? Bitch. You mean postponed yeah, till 2022? Yeah, next year. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I I don't get the. I never got the name of the Paul Paul Theater. Is that is is Paul's last name also Paul? Like who's Paul Paul? <laughs> no, it's just for emphasis. They say it twice, so you'll remember. <laughs> yeah. Um, Paul Paul, dude. Wait, no, this. <laughs> I just googled Paul Paul. Oh wait. You're he annoying. was a real person. Oh, he was a real person. His name is really Paul Paul. Wait. <laughs> his name is Paul Paul. This is the keen investigative journalism that you can expect on the 5x5 five five podcast. Wow. <laughs> he was born in the Ottoman Empire. Oh, wow. And he started like a fruit company and it le- it grew into 1,600 acres into Fresno, Madera County. Mm-hmm. What? And why is his name Paul Paul? <laughs> That's a bad name. We don't know. <laughs> we have no idea. Like, dude, like how? You can't call someone's oh, name yeah, bad. He emigrated so to the United States and he eventually moved into Fresno in 1904. And he decided to double his name to throw off the suspicion. <laughs> That's the dumbest name. I'm sorry. That's the dumbest name. 
ever. We can move on. So listen, the Church of COVID. Sorry, I've 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 always wondered why his name was Paul Paul. Actually, no, no, no I'm not done with the big. Actually, the let's wrap up the fair. Yeah, let's wrap up the fair. So yeah, the fair. We should say that five the five by five nine podcast officially advises that the fair remain closed until the COVID yeah, crisis they, is over. Yeah, they said that uh, it's not canceled, but they're trying to find. They're trying to work with local health officials to make they it said to scale, scale down. down. Yeah, um, I don't know what that means. So that would mean about probably like half capacity and um, small fair, more glass walls for the booths. But like that's, <laughs> I mean, that's just what I'm imagining. But like, I I cannot stress this enough. There is no scenario where hundreds of people can meet that is safe right now. Yeah, there is, dude. Don't. And just even when it know. is safe, like maybe just hold off until the year after it is safe, like just to Dude. double, you know, just to be fair, like just to Dude. chill. My mom is like avoiding gyms for a year. Like oh she's not. Your she's mom not is wiser. Your mom is wiser. My mom is my mom's taking this very seriously. Our moms taking it seriously. We we appreciate them. We love them. Shout out yeah. to them. Shout out. Shout out to our moms. Shout out to our moms. We wouldn't be here without them. Literally. True. True. To All right. Moving on to corner. Sh- These churches corner are still church. talking. They're still talking. They, They're still going on. They they want to. They actually, by the time we recorded this, they actually did have their the, service. Uh, they did the service. A lot of them. There was a couple of churches, not Cornerstone in downtown. Cornerstone is in downtown. Uh, there's a couple of churches that did their services outside. Uh, you know, just to prevent the coronavirus from being inside. Uh, I, I really don't understand the whole uh, outside, yeah. Well, uh, like mentality. Like, I guess it doesn't linger in the air as much, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, the outside mentality is just that in any outside space, you can um, keep people further apart. Like, that's just the mentality. So, like, yeah, for example, later on, we'll talk about restaurants, probably like. Having the tables yeah, we'll do that after like six feet apart or whatever is possible if they're outside. But if you're inside, like you are restricted by the confines of the literal building and the walls. Yeah. So that's sort of the thinking with that, I believe. Uh, but yeah. And, you know, their pastor, Jim, pastor Jim says, pastor Jim, like he knows that he knows cases are rising, but he wanted to. Oh, yeah. I like how he said cases are rising, but that's because we're doing more testing, it's like. I I hate how Trump has like mm-hmm. said this and every dumb dumb has said it. Every. And like it's like, dude, of course it's gonna rise. Like it would still be there even if we don't yeah. test it. Well, the the Trump talking point is very much that oh cases are high everywhere. We're just doing the best testing, which is why we're seeing the most cases. That is not true. <gasps> um, it is a <gasps> fact that the United States has a really high infection rate compared to a lot of the rest of the world um perhaps not the highest but very high uh and many countries have done better than us and pretending that we are just the best at testing and that's why is just counterfactual makes no sense Uh, and pastor jim should feel pretty shitty for like using his authority as a faith leader to like actively mislead people like you shouldn't be partisan you should be true like that's it that's you're gonna kill your congregation like i like how he's like I am like the shepherd leading my flock. And I'm like, yeah, flock. Jump off the off cliff. cliff. Why do we both say like, off the cliff? <laughs> uh, yeah, because that's what he's Why doing. Why do we both say that? Like, yeah, you're telling that's him so to funny. jump off. Yeah. 
And um, most of those people go to go to church, they're old, man. I go to Catholic church and I see all the old people there. Yeah. They're there. And I wanna know, they go to Wendy's afterwards and they're congregating in Wendy's, they're congregating your church. You're gonna get sick at the Wendy's. Afterwards. I wanna point out that this story written by no one, it seems like. Uh the Fresno B story about this. There's no quotes from like no literal verbatim quotes from um uh, the pastor, uh, but I can only assume that's because the answers were long and rambling and all they could do was paraphrase them. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, there's that. Um, he does, yeah. he does say that, um, that Newsom yeah. doesn't have the constitutional right to bar churches from holding services. Um, my, my I, I guess that's debatable. Um, cause I guess, yeah, you know, obviously in America we take this whole freedom of religion thing very seriously. It's in our constitution, um, and I and you probably could make the argument that um, you know the government restricting where when you can worship and in what capacity is a violation. Um, but also, I th- I think these are very extreme special circumstances with a virus. So I I guess that I guess that's the most salient thing that the pastor said. Um, I, I, I just I just really want to point out that um, he said that the church is not defying the governor's orders, but we are going to keep doing what we're doing regardless of what the governor says because it's our right. Like, so you're defying his order. Yeah, you can't have your cake and eat it too. You're defying his order. <laughs> it's like, I'm standing up for religious rights, but I'm not defying his orders. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not breaking the law, but I am prepared to break the law for my religious rights. <laughs> like, yeah. That's just the facts. And you know... It's whatever. Like these are very serious times. I get it. You know, I get it. Yeah, I mean, we can go into the restaurants because they're kind of like the close things. But yeah, Fresno and Clovis has created emergency mandates to let restaurants extend into their parking lots. And I saw a bunch of restaurants already doing this, but now they're making it easier to just do it. Uh, you know, Denny's. Uh, also. Uh, is it okay to say was... this story kind of sucks? <laughs> what the emergency mandates? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's kind of just like a I, fluff piece. I just want to highlight the lead that said, um, "No, no shade." You could, you, you, yeah, no. I mean, a little shade. You could hear, you could almost hear the collective groan when Governor Gavin Newsom ordered restaurants to close. Honey, I didn't groan. <laughs> I didn't groan. Honey, we didn't like, groan. Well, we were like, thank God, let it happen. Maybe I, yeah, maybe maybe you should have also noted the collective yes. The collective fuck yeah. Yeah. Now, the collective yeah, of course, you idiots. The, the collective we should have never opened that shit in the first place. What have you done? Oh god. Yeah. yeah I yeah. but you know, I do want to highlight like it does the situation we're in is a no win because people's Jobs and livelihoods rely on these businesses yeah, being no, open. Sure. Could the government pay to keep people home and keep us all safe? Wow, Absolutely. That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. That's ridiculous, dude. Ridiculous. How would they do that, that's, dude? That's a that's a little out. that's, that's a little too out. it's a little too nasty for me. Uh, a little too nasty. Yeah, nasty. Let's have a nasty of a solution. <laughs> oh my god. But but yeah, they're just making it easier. And you know what? It's funny because I didn't put this in the the letter but the pismos which was been in controversy because their owner is like fighting the governor they're gonna mm-hmm. sue him actually they're suing them uh they're suing them 
just gonna see the cover but they're still close they clo- he still closes indoor dining area just to be safe so i was like mm-hmm. okay <laughs> just backing out mm-hmm. also i have like a personal well it's not it's like personal anecdote but the the law firm that he hired i forgot the name of it it's like bardo and babujian or something but anyways i got sued a couple years back in 2014 it got thrown out, but like there were the law firm doing it. So I was like, oh, you guys just do cases that are like unwinnable, right? Like <laughs> you guys will take anything. <laughs> anything. They just need the clout. They're looking for clout. Yeah. They're like, I got sued for like a car accident. I, I got sued a year after the car accident. So I was like, why am I included in this? Because I can't believe you've been sued. You got, that must be so. Yeah, I've been sued. Dude, that's were you anxious? Thing. I feel like I would have freaked the fuck County. out. Wait, what? I, you must have been anxious. I feel like I would have. Oh, it out. sucked, dude. Getting sued sucked. But like, if you look at the Fresno County like Superior Court database, you could mm-hmm. honestly, it's a great tool, guys. Like, you could like find out people's like court cases, Deep like tea. what they've been like, what misdemeanors or felonies they've committed mm-hmm. in Fresno County. But if you look up my name, you will find that lawsuit. That's the only thing that you'll find on my on my record. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it got thrown out, bitch. Yeah, suck it. Uh, but yeah, there were the there was the law firm that did it. So I was like, "Oh, you guys just are the shady law firm." I guess shady I law firm, the shady. law firm that trucks in shade. Uh, what is their uh, name? What is their name again? What is their name? Who are they? I forgot names. Uh, <laughs> Birdo and Pabujian. Birdo and Pabujian. I don't know what the fucking name is. Let me. Uh, oh, Baradit and Pabujian. Okay. Baradit yeah, and Pabujian. <laughs> we see you. Baradit and Pabujian. I actually got that correct a little bit. Love that. You were you were there. You were almost there. Dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude. Getting a deposition. Not fun. Not fun. So, but yeah, let's move on to Clo- Clovis. Clovis. Let's circle back let's to about- fuck them kids. Let's circle to back. Fuck them kids. Fuck them kids. Fuck, fuck, fuck them kids. And then Governor Newsom was like, Just kidding. Psych. You are not sacrificing these kids. So what happened initially is that um, CUSD, the Clovis Unified School District, said, we're going to reopen. Um, and this is despite uh, Selma, Fresno Unified, I believe, Central Unified, saying that they're going to keep their doors firmly shut in the fall um, and do purely online learning. Clovis said, no, uh, we're going to give kids the option to come. We're going to actually rather I should say we're going to give parents the option to send their kids to us. Um, we're going those that say no, we'll have distant learning, uh, but we are fully going to reopen. Like, that's what we're going to do, despite the fact that COVID cases are climbing, which the story notes in the headline, which is good. Um, yeah. yeah, it's not great. It wasn't great. I mean, if and they want if and if, yeah. Then gov the governor said, "Nope, you're not doing that." If you're in the county, where the list that we're talking about, and Fresno, Tulare, Kings, and Madera are included in that monitoring mm-hmm. list, and if you want to open schools, you have to be off that list for 14 consecutive days. And there so, is still time. There is more than 14 days between now and when Clovis <laughs> would open their doors, so it's theoretically possible. Uh. Yeah, it's rather improbable given the circumstances, improbable. but it I suppose it's possible that that could happen. Um, so yeah, I guess we're just going to see, you know what, if people in Clovis wear their masks and stay home for once, I'm sure it's possible. Nope, that's not 
I'm sure it's possible. Girls, just stay Dude, home. Honestly, I want. I'm glad that it's uh, keep it close because like traffic is already up. Mm-hmm. When it's like when kids are back, traffic somehow like doubles for some reason. I don't get how that works. It's like mm-hmm. how is it doubling? You're still going to work. I, I don't. I don't understand it. Like I'm trying to. It's just traffic is well, worse when kids are here. Well, they have like, to make that. They have to make that trip to Starbucks too. So uh, it just lengthens but, the duration of traffic. I think is what they mean by doubles it. Yeah, um, Clovis. I mean, that this move by Clovis is really kind of good for them because, like, uh, they would. I think they're just getting. They're trying to get the parents on their side. Like, here we give you options. Like, oh, look, Newsom. Uh, Newsom said no. And they said they did so, a poll, and they found that most parents would prefer they return to in-person instruction, which isn't surprising because. Parents are not educators, and they've been forced to take on the role of full-time 24-7. Yeah, well, yes. But they've been forced to take on the role of 24-7 care of their children. Um, They have to help their children with all of their homework, all of their classwork. Uh, I've heard that it's difficult to get the Zoom teacher to get back to you. Very many complaints. But you know what's more difficult? Um, Losing your life. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> well, boohoo, you have to like take care of your kid. Ooh. Um, there is, but I, I, I do nah, want to point uh, out since this is a spicy leftist nasty podcast, I do want to point out some of the class issues. I have no kids. I have um, no kids. I want to point out. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. No, yeah, no. There's. Mm-hmm. I actually thought this. I was like, wait, okay, you have. Uh, it's gonna be online, mm-hmm. and I'm like thinking like, does you need every to have kid access, have access to this? Computers. Computers yeah, that's that run what I'm worried about. A webcam. I will say, um, in the story about Newsom saying psych, um, there is a framework for $5.3 billion in education funding to be provided through the state budget to ensure that schools provide rigorous distance learning options should they choose to pursue online-only instruction, which includes money set aside to help finance laptops, academic intervention assistance for families without the resources, and etc. So there is a uh, there is a lump sum of money in play to bridge that gap. Yeah. But the thing is, to bridge a gap like systemic poverty, you really have to spend a lot of years on it. Um, you have to. You yeah, have to, not just now. You can't just spend a lot of money right now and expect it to automatically fix everything. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's it's one thing to give kids computers but like internet access yeah like is, that's, is 5.3 billion gonna gonna give them good like, wi-fi like, is that like a good wi-fi that is the infrastructure is not there for some people is it gonna it's is it gonna pay to train teachers to actually perform an online class which is a very different skill than an in-person class we should say uh is it going yeah. to is it going to provide actively like good distance learning like is it gonna is it going to help like invest in tools that you can use online? Like, what are we doing? You know, like that's, yeah. and you know, if, if it's giving every kid a laptop, like, and then also how is this money allocated? Like, is there an application? Are parents supposed to set aside more time to write down their finances or their tax information and prove that they qualify? Like what, what form is it going to take? There's just a lot of questions, you know? Yeah. I'm just saying if I was a kid right now, Oh, I'd be, like, I'd be wild. I'd be balling. I'd be so dude, fucking wild and dude like i'm getting a free laptop oh hell yeah i can play fortnite now i play minecraft we're playing valorant dude, we're playing valorant, we're playing valorant. Fuck senior year we're dude, playing when, valorant. I, when i dude, when i was a kid i did i couldn't get a laptop dude i was not into laptop classes so 
this kid right now and the and governor Newsom's gonna buy me a laptop Ooh, hell yeah you you're like iPad? you're like newsom when i turned 18 you got my vote you gave me a laptop <laughs> you bought me you bought dude, my vote dude, mr newsom honestly this is like my dream when i was like in high school honestly sometimes in high school i would like or that high school, middle school, I was like, God, I wish like a disaster would happen. And I was so school would happen. So I could play stay home at video games. You manifested uh, this horrible event. Yeah, too late. Like maybe like 10 years too, too late. late. And I was, oh my gosh. I was thinking, cause like, dude, no school. You don't have to go to school. It's all online. Uh, mm-hmm. Church is canceled. Mm-hmm. Dude, I don't have to go to church on Sundays. It's summer mm-hmm. forever, dude. <laughs> summer forever. Summer so, forever. Those kids out there. While out. Also, I do acknowledge that I get why you would want people, kids to go back to school, but it's like, like I said, it's like a no, no win situation. It's like, yeah, we yeah. don't want to send them back because of the coronavirus. Mm. But yes, also, uh, it sucks that they're not, you know, having like a regular school mm-hmm. year. Yeah, I, like, and I, I, I do think about like, the, like I think about my senior year, like I think about prom and like all the fun I had and I think about the seniors that are missing out this year and will probably miss out next year. And it is, yeah, my, it is sad. It's like, it's, it's fucking sad, but it's also necessary. Every generation yeah. has to make certain sacrifices. You know, in many ways, our generation, 9-11 happened and many of us had to, you know, felt like we needed to like our older brothers felt like they needed to go overseas and fight this epic battle you know like there's certain there's certain struggles and challenges that every generation is called to answer um you know the generation that had to live through the great depression didn't ask for that they were just called to it um yeah and this is i think the the unique the unique struggle of not just gen z but the parents raising them is this new societal challenge but it's certainly a challenge that we can all rise to um, and I think that's a great opportunity for us. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know how uh, COVID's gonna. I don't either. Affect us in the future, like post COVID. Yeah. I, I used to think we would gonna, we're gonna call it like a post Trump world, but I don't think that's. You know, we gotta do a post COVID world, right? Like, like post nine eleven, dude. Post nine eleven was a whole dark, different universe. Dark and horny time. Why horny? Like, Let's unpack you, that one a little bit. Why horny? Uh, dude, the media after 9-11. The media was horny after 9-11? Oh, you I thought about this a lot, dude. If you notice all the, the culture, culturally is a depressed, just very hedonistic mm-hmm. uh, uh, culture post 9-11. If you look at it, everything was like very sexual. Everyone's just like, right. dude, fuck it, money, bitches, fuck it, dude. We're like, just... We're just going to live, dude, because terrorism, terrorists might attack us again. And I am very interested on how COVID is going to affect culture after or in the future. Like, how is it going to affect us? How are we going to react to it? Are we going to go back to horny culture, like super horny? Because, dude, I, I don't know. I've studied post 9-11 culture a lot. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of the comedy there, bad. bad. But, like, there was just no morals, dude, because, like, we were just so broken right we're just like we want to laugh at anything at this point and we just want to be horny and distracted from the world well so i am kind of curious on how this is going to pan out for me the music most emblematic of 2005 in the post 9-11 world was my humps by the black eyed peas 
I'm just saying. And I think that, I'm just saying. that perfectly exemplifies the cocktail of dumb and horny that was at play after 9-11. Uh, we just wanted to escape. We just wanted to escape. Um, oh, I should recommend uh, uh, Lindsay Ellis. She's a video essayist. She has a really good video essay about protest music um, and how it tends to um, bloom after events like the Vietnam War, 9-11, Trump, <laughs> you know, and I'm sure COVID will have its own musical ethos that is blooming even now as we speak. Um, so, you know, that's exciting, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. Let's talk to our. Let's talk about our last story that's on this. Yeah. What is the last story we're talking about? Well. Oh wait. No. Well. Is it really Taco story. Bell ditching potatoes? Is that really the last thing? No. No. This Fresno County supervisor just going off at Joaquin. Oh, I almost forgot. God, ah, uh, this was good old trash. This is a good old trash story, in my opinion. This is just, dude. This is just like some freaking drama, drama, dude. Drama, drama. Oh, this, drama, is, by, but, yeah, this is by our associate Crescentio. Oh, he covered this. How lovely. Yeah, shout out Crescentio. Love that. We were in the rampage and collision together. Yeah, but you. Basically, the story is a Fresno County supervisor. An inspiration, Nathan to all Max. of us. Yeah, he's a great journalist. But yeah, Nathan Magsig told Assembly Band Joaquina Rambler, just go back to Sacramento because he's trying to, he's, I don't know, he's trying to criticize, Rambler's just criticizing how Fresno County has uh, responded to mm-hmm. the coronavirus. And I think Magsig was just really mad that he went to the media before talking to him. But I don't know why they're doing it in the hallway. And just like, okay, this is like why you guys... It seems like it's just like really for show. It is interesting like, that he accuses Aramula of politicizing the country's response when he posts this video of him confronting him in a hallway to his Facebook page. You know, yeah, it is... Like, this, and politics is theater. I really don't... Not, it's the game. I'm not going to knock the game. Like This is what it's all about. Um, yeah. And if you watch the video, there's some very dramatic... like staging that goes on there's some dramatic yeah dude it's like you guys really just wanted this huh yeah and i'm like okay <laughs> a lot of pointing uh, a lot of pointing and masks a lot of pointing and arambula is just kind of like standing there mm-hmm. and just like oh okay getting uh, berated by a man <laughs> yeah i thought nathan magsig was nice but i guess not should we so. explain who nathan magsig is or magsig is yeah he's a he's a fresno county supervisor so i think he's in charge of what is that what is that actually <laughs> he's part of the board of supervisors which is one of them is steve steve brandow so it's like just basically the council for the county it's like you know city council mm-hmm. and then there's fresno county and they to make the decisions for that for, now, the, for the whole county we should say that um Mag- in context magsig was saying that arambula should go back to sacramento in order to advocate for fresno like on their behalf uh it sounded pretty aggressive in the video but that is i guess what he was saying um go back there and go to sacramento and help us you know i guess um but yeah Seems it's it seemed like a little bit of drama to be honest. A, a, yeah, a, a yeah, bit just of a little spicy. Yeah, spicy local, you know, little tension between state and local, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> local politics, which is always interesting. Once yeah. you get deep into it, it's just like wow, this is really and it's weird because like when you get into like local politics, it's like these are people that are in your community, 
Mm-hmm. Like these are people who are fully living here and will influence how you live your life within this city. So it feels like, you know, it just feels like everybody should kind of pay attention to it a little bit. Right. Get to and know then the main thing Mag Six says is go back to Sacramento and power us at the local level. We know how to handle issues in Fresno County better than the governor. So this gets back to sort of the first thing we talked about. Um, it's it's a with the with the recall Newsom protest is it's very much people saying that this is some this is some guy in a distant city telling us how to live our lives in Fresno, and I think this is the great sort of conflict in the minds of Americans is that we both want sort of a god emperor to tell us what to do, but not that one. <laughs> Not that yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. Not that one. You <laughs> yeah, know, we Trump, want Trump. Good, we want Trump. Good. Trump. Good. Him, but not that bad. One. Yeah. But Newsom bad. You know. And uh, yeah, it's just it's always this whole thing about like freedom. I, yeah, freedom, individual freedom. It's just like there's no collectivism in this whole. There's no collective consciousness that cares about one another mm-hmm. in this country, and it's just really coronavirus is really showing that like wow, we don't give a shit about other people. I think like, I don't care. Dude. I think part of it is the legend of America and the education we get about being American. There's sort of this like idea that freedom is individualistic. It is like you making your own choices for yourself. And then when we're faced with an issue where we really do have to behave as a community and we really are told what to do for the greater good of everyone, we're very uncomfortable with that idea. And all of our media, like in any story in our in any film that America would produce like if if it came between two voices and one was a collectivist voice saying to do something for the greater good and another voice saying do something for your own good like you know you decide what the greater good is like that second voice would be framed as correct like that's sort of our ethos as a nation and uh or you know and that's that's sort of the problem like we we lack the the tools to really deal with these issues where we have to act as a group and do something on behalf of our community and behave in a way that we don't want to, that isn't convenient, that we don't like, but we still have to do it. And that's really, we're just not equipped yeah. to do that. We struggle with it. We struggle with the idea. It, it is interesting because this nation is built on a collective like mentality. Like it's like, it starts off like we, the people, like our constitution like we the people to create a more perfect union but it, like, it really should just start i the person like that's really how i the person started. will fight for my own freedom yeah, bitch uh-huh. no but no no oh dude we gotta follow the constitution like dude just read the first two lines of it uh-huh. like we the people bitch but no uh-huh. uh and, it's just and it is uncom- it's, it's all un- for us it's an uncomfortable idea because there are situations where the government has to tell us how to behave for the greater good. And nobody likes to think about that. No one wants to admit what that is. Like, what is the time where it's okay for the government to do that? Because clearly there are times when the government oversteps. Clearly we can look at them every day. But there is a point where someone has to say how things are and we all have to go along with it. And I guess finding that point and reconciling it with our beliefs is the great American experiment and the struggle of community and governance and all of that yeah it sucks we should just hella sucks hella sucks let's just start we over just let's just sketch this whole over. shit let's just sketch this whole shit let's just create a new constitution constitution 2 
<laughs> we the people. If you will. If you will. Yeah. Constitution 2. I would love that. My uh, my first just... amendment would be no simpin'. Uh no simpin'. Uh no no cringe. E-girls for everybody. E-girls, E-girls for everybody, for but everybody. don't you ever post cringe or you are going to the gulag. That's what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The gulag is real this time around. Yeah. You will be thrown into it. Straight <laughs> into like, it. Basically confirming every one of uh, Nunez's fears. That's yeah, true. He's like, socialists want to tell you what to do and there will be a gulag. And we're, yeah. There will be a gulag. You will be canceled on site. Canceled. Will be canceled. Um, yeah. Last story. This is this is the most important one. Uh, you know, Taco Bell is God damn it. <laughs> We're really uh, talking about Taco Bell. Amazing. Yeah, dude. That's like so they're getting rid of that, of potatoes. Is that what's happening? They're they're getting rid of every item that has potatoes in it. Oof. Okay. Because I get. I think there's a potato shortage. Because can't buy potatoes. A potato famine. I mean, there, there, there's no, say. there's no potato shortage. There's no famine. There's potatoes, uh-huh. but no one's buying them because okay. the pandemic. So they're just kind of getting rid of it. But that's besides the point. So, but, okay. uh, but yeah, they're just getting rid of, of every potato. Oh, uh, I just saw at the bottom it of- says and edited by Tommy Triple, and it plugs my Twitter. Oh, it's so sweet. <laughs> I didn't notice that. Yeah, the, but- all these times I've looked at it, I've never seen that. That's amazing. No, I, I just started doing that. This well, I did start doing it last issue, but I thought I was uncredited. I thought I was. I thought I was what? behind You're the scenes. A ghostwriter. Well, give credit. I'm gonna give credit. I love that. Um, Taco uh, Bell. So they took the. They're getting rid of the um, beefy Fritos burrito. Oh, um, I, I included that so I could actually talk about it on yeah. here. Yeah, I have a funny story about that. Okay, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> the floor is yours. They're getting rid of it because I do like the beefy Fritos burrito. Uh huh. It's a great uh, munchy meal. Munchies, you know, when you're smoking on the devil's lettuce, you uh go <gasps> somehow make it to Taco Bell, uh-huh. and you 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 order three of these. It hits right. It hits right. But one time. I was with my brother, uh, and he wanted to order it, and I think he was high. Uh, he, <laughs> Wait, which which just, one? The libertarian the, brother or the libertarian? One. I almost said something so bad on pod. Go ahead, sorry. Uh, yeah, but it's that one. But he is like, uh-huh. he was high, and I asked. I think I asked him like, "Hey, what do you want?" And he just said, <laughs> "He just said beefy beefy." <laughs> he said beefy beefy. <laughs> Beefy pee pee. Oh my god. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I was like, what? And he's like, beefy pee pee. I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's just like, oh, beefy Fritos, Fritos. Okay. But what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that was, that's the only reason why. This I is the only it, reason man. you included this. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So I can gotcha. talk, talk about it. Listen, I wish my job would get rid of half of its menu. That sounds great. Yeah. Just eliminate a whole I mean, category. Talk about that didn't have that much, dude. The grillers, the loaded grillers. Those are, are good. So good. Those are good. The Those chipotle. Are so good. They're a dollar too. Yeah, they're cheap and they're really good. Uh-huh. Classes, dude. You're when they got rid of like all these good options. When they got rid of the grilled stuffed chicken burrito, the XXL, I was like legit devastated. Oh. I was like, what? It, you she you was did good. what? Anyways, I'm not really a, a talk about connoisseur. I pretty much get the same thing. I pretty much get a burrito supremes or maybe like a taco supreme. I don't really do anything. Crazy. Dude, 
Yeah, me neither. I kind of just get the same thing. Yeah. But, you know, if you bake it to breakfast, you have to try Yo, have I ever talked the crunch trap, the, cr- the breakfast crunch trap. It's like the best thing talked about. Have I ever talked to you about my weird aversion to breakfast burritos? No. Bro, <laughs> when I was a kid, a wee lad, my stepdad, as a way to bond with me, would buy me breakfast burritos but he would always get them from the greasiest most disgusting places that's better so i'm talking i'm talking wendy's i'm talking i'm talking i don't even know where he would bring home these breakfast burritos and i would eat them and i would get so sick that now whenever i think of a tortilla and egg in combination i literally feel like i'm gonna die like i hate that shit i can't do it breakfast burritos and I love burritos, and I love breakfast, but when it's breakfast burritos, I can't fuck with it. Isn't that crazy? Uh, uh, dude, you're missing out, dude. I, I can't do it, bro. I can't do it. I need you to accept me for who I am. I can't okay, do it. Okay, I accept you, but you're just missing out. You're like, I accept you, but you are wrong. This is... <laughs> Yo, if I had known Ram when I was in high school and I came out to him as gay, this is exactly how the conversation would have went. Like, I accept you, but you're missing out. <laughs> This is how it would have went. This is exactly how it would have exactly, went. That's exactly like, dude, that's, um, it's okay, but damn. <laughs> damn. No. Some no. Good, some good, good. <laughs> Not the good, good. The, uh, the guac guac 9000. Anyways. I, I think that's yeah, an this episode. Is dynamic. This is the tone we're setting for this podcast. Yeah, yeah. I think I think we should it's call it. I think we should call it. That's good. good. We, that was a good. That was that was good. good. We good potting. We went through good it. Potting. Good potting. Good. Let us know whoever listens to this fully, how how it is. You like it? Hate uh-huh. it? Ambivalent about it? Ambivalent. Uh, you know. Ambivalent always. Let us let us know. Uh, but yeah, we will be doing this every week after the newsletter is posted. We're trying to, you know. We're, we'll try. We'll try. I, I have a job. I also have a job. I have a job. Yeah. We both have jobs, but if you want us to not do those jobs anymore and just have us do this. Yeah, subscribe more. You should subscribe. So we can start monetizing. Yeah, so here's the plug section. Uh, thank you for listening. So please, if you enjoy this podcast, share it with a friend. If you enjoy the newsletter, share it with a friend. Tell them to sign up. Tell them to see yeah. if they like it. Sign up so you get it right direct in your inbox every Sunday morning. Uh, comes right hot and ready yeah. in your inbox. Like no joke. Bye bye five nine com. No joke. No cap. Like local news. No cap is very you know, just the news. Local news is very um, important, but in many ways difficult to engage with because it's not sexy. Like it's not. It's not it's Trump. Not it's not. It's not Pelosi. It's not war. It's your city controller, you know, it's your city council. Um, and we're trying to make it a little sexier for you by making it a little easier to consume. We're trying to give you the best of the bunch. Yeah. That's what we're trying and to we're do. We're trying to get, uh, yeah, and we're trying to like connect it to the uh, national. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Like, a little what, bit. When what's we happening here? You know, we're talking about it like this is probably happening in every other city. And this is kind of a weird yeah. time to start a podcast slash newsletter because COVID is such a national issue that is taking over everything. Yeah. So eventually yeah. one day COVID will be over and maybe this newsletter will be different because we'll be talking about not the same, not COVID. Yeah, it will be more time. chill. Yeah. I hope, hopefully. And more niche. More niche. Newsletter. What? More niche, you know, a little more niche. Yeah, we're niche. Yeah, I originally envisioned the newsletter to be totally different. 
before the pandemic hit. Like it was more like chill, <laughs> more entertainment, more about fun stuff. Yeah, more more lighthearted. Um, yeah, it was more lighthearted and fun, but then fun and got canceled. Events were canceled, so got canceled. I had to make do with something. Uh, but you know, it's been fun. God it's said, right. God said, no fun allowed, King. God said, no fun allowed, twenty twenty. And so and it is. So it is. So this is what's happening. This yeah. is what's happening. This is what's happening. Um, but yeah, this is this has been the five by five nine podcast. This has been five by five nine. Uh, you can follow uh, Ram. On Twitter at Vibes Radiator, um, yeah, that's Vibes Radiator, and, and you can follow Tommy at Tommy Writes. That's T O M I I Writes on Twitter, and uh, not you can also and follow not me on Instagram, and not Writes like Gay Writes or Himbo Writes, like, but W R W R I T with a pen. Yeah, you could also follow me on Instagram. My my Instagram story is lit. So it is his Instagram story is like really good. My, my Instagram story is one of the, my favorite things to do. So follow me on there at your favorite, your fave Gemini, Y E R F A V E Gemini. I'm a Gemini bitch. He's a Gemini. Uh, and yeah, my so, uh, my IGs is just the same T O M I I. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I love that. All right. Thank you for listening, Fresno. I hope you have a good week this week. Hopefully we all have a good week this week. We'll see. Bye. Bye.